Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee, and we are excited that you have joined us today. Yes, we are. Uh, Glad y'all are here. We're glad to be back. We've had a couple of weeks off. Uh, We have been traveling. We had a workshop in Ada, Oklahoma, which was well attended. If you were one of the folks there with us in in Ada, thank you for coming. We hope you have uh, enjoyed your five-day homework that we assigned you at the end of the workshop, and... uh, Hope that it blessed your marriage. We have Ella J. Georgia coming up. It is a marriage and family workshop, and that will be uh, later April, toward the end of April. In, Look on our website. Yes. yes. This I was thinking this was April. This <laughs> is still very, March. That's right. The very end of April, yes. Yes. And then uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and that registration will open up on April 11th. Uh, Ella J. Georgia registration is open, uh, and Knoxville will open up on the 11th. Cool. I'm excited about both of those. Yeah. Uh, we have a big announcement. At least we think it's big. You uh, you may have noticed we took a week off last week, and we want to give you a little bit of detail on that. And um, do you want to share with uh, the good folks listening kind of what our plan is for a while? Wow, you've really built this up. I did. They're, they're thinking it's something exciting. <laughs> something really exciting. They're going to go, wow, man. What a letdown. What a letdown. Uh, yeah, we we just feel like because of just different things that we have added to our plate uh, that we need to take uh, our podcast um, recordings and do that about every other week. Yes, so that we can, you know, we just were finding ourselves not being faithful at getting it done every Wednesday. And so uh, we think we can be better at it if we'll do it every other week. This will help us. We feel like we've got a lot on our plate right now. Mm-hmm. And so basically what we're saying is instead of putting out a weekly Wednesday podcast, we are going to go to every other week for a while. And we think this will help us with uh, our podcast, our material, and everything else. And for those of you who listen weekly, we have a lot of binge listeners that they may get behind for uh, three or four weeks and they'll catch up with three podcasts in a row. But uh, for those who, who listen weekly, uh, thank you for your patience with us. Mm-hmm. And you're, y'all, y'all are so good to us to, to show up each week and listen. And we are honored by that. Yes, very much so. So, yeah, be patient with us. <laughs> well, I'm excited about today's podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about some things that have hurt our marriage and some things that have helped our marriage. Uh, Sometimes we can learn from people uh, and other marriages who have done things well and have done things poorly. Mm -hmm. And I think it's good to share sometimes what we've done well. I also think it's good sometimes that we share some areas that we just didn't do very well on. And today we're going to share with you uh, we're going to start with three things we've done right in our marriage that we feel like looking back has really blessed us that they were some things that, wow, we don't really know where we would be without these today because they were a big blessing. And and they were not all intentional. Some of them were accidental. Mm -hmm. And we look back now and kind of go, wow, this was so good for us. Uh, Some of them were intentional. And what we're hoping to do is maybe you can catch one of these and go, hey, we need to be doing this. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to talk about some things we've done wrong. And hopefully you can learn from some of our mistakes and go, hey, we don't need to do that. Uh, Some areas in which we could have done better, should have done better, and have corrected and are still working through doing better on those things. And and didn't really even realize it was something that we needed to work on until we 
kind of realized the problems that it was causing. And then it was like, man, if we'd have been a little more proactive with this, uh, we could have saved ourselves some grief. So we're just trying to save you guys some grief. Yeah, learn (laughs) from our mistakes and learn from some things we did right. Some things that worked well for us. For sure. And uh, we love hearing from people who go, here's some things that worked well in our marriage. Uh, Because I love learning from other people. Wise people, the book of Proverbs says, Mm -hmm. learns from other people. Uh, I want to learn from wise people. And so I I love asking people who are doing marriage, what's something that's working for you? What's something that's blessing your marriage? And we're going to share with you some stuff from our past that has really blessed us. Yes. So take off. Let's talk about number one. of We're going to do the three things that we've done well first. The first thing that we did well was we attended marriage events. If there was a workshop going on anywhere that we could, you know, feasibly make, uh, and this might this might have involved, you know, leaving our kids with some family for the weekend where we took off and drove three or four hours to go to a workshop. Um, but we did that, and we, we've done that since very early in our marriage. Yeah, very, very early. We started, I don't know how, we just, somehow or another, it was just kind of like so-and-so was offering a retreat, we went. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Somebody did a, a workshop in... Uh, 45 miles from where we live and we drove over one day. Uh, Some of them were marriage workshops, some of them were family workshops. Uh, We attended a seminar back uh, years ago on sexual intimacy, which I thought was pretty impressive now that I think back because nobody was really talking about those things Mm -hmm. back then. But uh, anytime something was offered, we flew to a couple uh, that uh, we just thought this would be good for us. And so it really was kind of like some continuing education. It, it was like, yeah, first, it was like we didn't know what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it gave us an opportunity to learn and listen from other people's viewpoints. And then it also gave us an opportunity to go have feedback with one another mm-hmm. all the time. Because there were plenty of times that I'd hear somebody say something and I'd go, really? Women are like that? You know, <laughs> and I would ask you uh, because this was all new to me. Um, and, and anytime you can attend a a marriage retreat at a church, a marriage workshop, uh, listen to a marriage podcast. Mm-hmm. Those are all healthy things. Uh, any good occupation is going to re- require some continuing education. Right. And you know, and you're, you're you may be sitting there going, "Well, y'all are just saying that because you do workshops and you want us to come to your workshops." And yes, we do want you to come to one of our workshops, but we're not saying this for that reason because no. this is something that we really did do. And we really do stress that if it, you know, if you can do it, do it. It, it. If you have to drive somewhere, if you have to fly somewhere, it's worth it. Yes. Uh, we don't care whose workshop you go to. No, go to a workshop. It, do, it does not have to be ours. But we get so frustrated when we hear people who are having marriage trouble and, you know, they come to find out we were just in their town, you know, maybe an hour or two hours away from where they live. And, and they just thought that was too far to come. Yeah too far to come Um, or sometimes they'll go well you know i i had to work half a day and mm -hmm. it was like man take a day vacation there is nothing more important than your marriage yes or come to if you can only come to half we have we have a lot of couples that can only come when we do a friday saturday they maybe they can only come friday evening and they can't come back saturday sometimes they can't make it friday evening and they only come saturday do what you can do i mean don't don't use the excuse well we're going to miss part of it so we just won't go Uh, Do what you can do. Yes. Uh, Attend a marriage workshop. It has blessed us. We still are looking for things. 
uh, Lee and I are constantly running across stuff on the internet that we tag one another in that, hey, this is really good on marriage and mm -hmm. she needs to hear this or I need to hear this. And, and it is how we are continuing to educate ourselves on marriage, not so we can just share with somebody else, but so I can be a better husband. Yes, we, we need constant reminders to do better. It yeah. just, everybody does and, and we're no exception. We yeah. still need those reminders to do better. I had a, 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 I can't remember now if it was a lady or a, a, a lady, a wife or a husband, and it really doesn't matter, but they, they their message to us on social media simply said, uh, I've had it, I've done everything I can, I don't think I can save our marriage. And I asked, have you been to a marriage <laughs> workshop? No. I said, have you and your spouse been listening to a marriage podcast? No. Have y'all read a marriage book? No. Have y'all got any counseling? No. no. I went down a list of about eight things <laughs> so that they had not done. what have you exactly. done to try it's to like, save your marriage? It's like you have got to put in some CE, some continuing wow. education. It will bless you and, just and do it. And seek outside help, which all of those things are outside, outside help. help. You, you, you're not going to be able to, if you're really having some issues, you just can't fix it all internally. You're going to have to seek some outside help. It is good to have people that you can call and just say, hey, how do I work through this? Find a mentor. Find somebody. Yeah. But one of the best things we did early in marriage and still do is we listened to people on marriage. We went to workshops. We went to retreats. That is healthy. Yeah. And so, then the oh, next ahead. thing we did. Yeah. So the next thing we did, number two, we, we learned this by going to a workshop where somebody suggested that we should be reading a marriage book together at least once a year. Yes. And we thought, hey, we can do that. Um, so we would, you know, we'd, we'd get some highly recommended books um, and we would take turns. You know, we wasn't like we had to read out loud to each other. If that's what you want to do, that's amazing. Uh, or find it on audiobook if it's available on audio audiobook. I mean, that wasn't a thing when we were, sure. uh, you know, back in the day. But um, now a lot of these books are available on audiobook. You could listen to a book together while you're driving down the road. I, I mean, I think that's pretty great. You could yeah. pause it and discuss things if you wanted to. But um, we would read, like I'd read a chapter and I might highlight some things or uh, write some things in the margin or underline some things. And then and then I'd pass it to Trey and he'd read that chapter. He could see what I had underlined or written in the margin and then we could talk about it and then when I got the book back from him you know um, same thing I could see what he'd marked and what he'd written uh, but it's just so good to get at least one book a year and and do that it's it really doesn't take that much time we've done one book a year there's been years where we've done two books we have read lots of books there's yeah. been some that we like better than others mm -hmm. there's been some that fit us better than others um, there's been books that we've covered everything from, we've read books about just husbands, just about wives. Um, when you're for Valentine's Day, you bought a book on, on Song of Solomon, and that was kind of in my um, Valentine's surprise was, hey, I've got mm -hmm. a book on sexual intimacy, mm -hmm. let's read this together. Uh, and, and so it's been really, really good for us to read books together. And, and now you can go so much further, you can listen to marriage podcasts. Um, you can re attend retreats, but mm -hmm. if, if you can pick up a book and underline stuff that your husband or your wife can say, hey, that was really good. Or sometimes I would ask you, why did you underline this? What was it about this that made you go, hey, that's good? Right. And, and it would spark discussion, which was really, really helpful. Yes. And, and we do tend to stay with Christian authors. That's just 
that's just us that's what we want to do we want to go you know look at it from the viewpoint of what god's word says and so we we tend to buy books that are written by christian authors yes and can we i'd like to say this i don't think i've said it here on this podcast i know i said it in a workshop the other day uh marriage books are kind of like eating fish you pick out the meat that you enjoy and you run across some bones that you go hey that just doesn't fit us or maybe i don't agree with it uh, there's a lot of books that we read that I don't agree with something that he put in there. It just doesn't fit us. But I don't blackball the book. I don't shut the book and go, I hate this book. He said this and I don't agree with this. Or she said this and, and she's crazy so I'm not going to read the rest of the book. Uh, there is good stuff in every book. And it seems to be kind of a popular trend lately to come through some books and go, hey, this guy or this lady is saying this and we don't agree with it, so you shouldn't read this book. Um, man, you, you just can't cancel. Uh, you know, We live in that culture that just says we're just going to cancel everything. Uh, pick up a book. If you don't, if you're not crazy about the first two chapters, hang in there, try a little bit more. But there's going to be some stuff in every book that you don't agree with, and that's okay. It mm-hmm. doesn't make the whole book bad. That's mm-hmm. true. I mean, I'm sure that there are things that we've said uh, and maybe in some of our episodes, or if you've read our books or attended our workshops, there's probably things we've said that you think, yeah, I just, I just really, I don't, I just really don't agree yeah. with that. Or it doesn't and fit our fine. marriage, and yes. that's totally okay. Take yes. out what works for you. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, that's a, that's something. So, yes, attend some marriage retreats, workshops. Uh, if your church offers a Bible class, go to that. Uh, read some books together. Number three, this is an accidental thing that really blessed us. Yeah, um, we have been intentional about having daily conversation. Uh, We call it coffee time. You've probably heard us tell the story about how coffee time came about. Um, But we, yeah, we're very intentional about having conversation, about checking in with each other, about, you know, communicating about our schedules and what's going on in each other's world. But, uh, yeah, we do that. This all began on accident when my job allowed me to pick up our boys from school. And I think you had a toddler at home and you couldn't always just grab yeah. the toddler and go. I mean, go. usually it was right during nap time. Yeah. 3 to 3.30 always seemed to fall when he was taking his nap. And it was like, oh, I mean, you just don't wake sleeping babies. And so, so. I would pick up a kid and or two at school and say, hi, how was your day? I'd get to see them that afternoon, drop them at the house and go back to work. Um there was a time where I'd say, can you make a little coffee? I'd like to take coffee back with me to work. And then, not much longer, you said, would you stay long enough to have a cup with me? Let's sit down and have coffee. This was early in our marriage. And so we kind of started having coffee together years and years ago, every afternoon, about 3, 3.30. And we just, it was kind of our time. Mm-hmm. We, we would talk. We would ask each other how we're doing, what's going on in our world. If there was a, a, a room full of boys playing video games, we'd take our coffee and go to another room. Mm-hmm. And we have looked back now and we realize how important that was to our relationship and our marriage and how healthy that was yes. that we set aside daily time to have conversation. This didn't happen every day, but it probably happened 75% or better of the week. Yes. Um, there were days where something would come up and I'd go, hey, I can't get there, but most of the time uh, I was there for coffee year but you know if if we still if we have a crazy afternoon where we can't get our afternoon coffee time in I feel like I catch us a lot of times at bed 
you know, when we're mm-hmm. climbing into bed and we're like, okay, what what's going on tomorrow? What does your day look mm-hmm. like? And we talk about just, you know, for a few minutes, you know, what our day is going to look like the next day so that neither one of us are caught off guard by anything that's going on. Um, and we've mentioned this before where you can do what's called the high-low exercise and ask each other, you know, what was the high part of your day today? And that's good to do at bedtime when, you know, at the end of the day, maybe even at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. But talk about, you know, what was what was the high po- point of your day or and what was the low point of your day? And that provides some good discussion where you can really, you know, know be- what was besides going on. just sharing calendars and schedules, you can actually, you know, dig into some feelings and things which men are going ooh feelings yeah <laughs> your, your coffee time doesn't have to include coffee That's right. you can have it in the morning you can have it after you get kids down at bed at night but you need to find some time you've heard us say it four minutes a day for a couple is not enough time to talk and that's Mm-mm. the average statistic that couples are getting us for four minutes a day mm-hmm. and that's not enough time that's right leave leave that tv off for a few minutes put that phone down for a little bit and uh, ha- have some conversation. We love to go on walks together. Yes. When the weather's pretty, you know, right, maybe right after supper when it's staying light outside longer, we love to go on walks, 20, 30 minute walk. Man, you get a little exercise, you get your conversation time in, it's good stuff. It's healthy stuff. So yes. those are three things we've done that we feel like have really, really blessed our marriage and we're gonna continue to do those things. Um, let's talk about three things that we didn't do well that we have had to correct and and do better at and right off the bat I will admit that we haven't taken our spiritual growth as a couple very serious early in marriage mm-hmm. we went to church together um, you oftentimes taught Bible class or I might teach a Bible class but outside of that there was not a lot of Let's sit down and read our Bible together. Let's pray together. Uh, We might pray as a family at a table, but we didn't have any specific time to just talk about, hey, I read this chapter in the Bible. You read it today. What'd you think about it? Mm -hmm. And uh, when we realized what we were missing out on and started picking that up and doing a better job at it, it blessed our marriage. We, We grew closer together as a husband and a wife spiritually because we started being intentional at trying to read our Bible together and pray together and things along those lines. And that's another thing. I mean, you've got to be intentional with all of these things that we said. You you know, you've got to figure out a time of day that works for you to do that so that you can be intentional. And it might be first thing in the morning. It might be before you go to bed. It might be at the dinner table. Uh, it might be while you're taking your walk. You know, maybe you can say yeah. a prayer together. Maybe, maybe it's while you're driving down the road going somewhere I don't know but you've got to figure out a time that works that you can stick with and be consistent Mm -hmm. uh, so that you can be you know intentional with it we have been doing a daily Bible reading Devo that we've been pretty good at where a lot of nights we climb into bed together and read a devotional and some scripture together um, and then pray together Mm -hmm. and that's a that's just a healthy thing to do as a husband and wife and some nights you read some nights I read and sometimes I hit the little play button and let it read it to us yeah so it it took us a while to to realize what we were missing out on but um, but now we we can't stress it enough we found a statistic just recently I'm sure it's been out there for a while but Gallup says that couples that pray together every day uh, the divorce rate drops to one percent one percent. I mean, that is 
That's incredible. So, yeah. uh, yeah, you want to safeguard your marriage, you pray together. Yeah. Uh, second thing we didn't do well was early, early in marriage, the first couple of years, we married very young, and, and we we tried to fix each other, mm-hmm. meaning you weren't like me, I wasn't like you, and I spent the first couple of years trying to make you more like me and like things like me and have my opinions on things, and you did the same, and we were... We weren't miserable, but it was really frustrating. It was. Our, our our basic personalities are just as different as night and day. And we just didn't understand um, why we were the way we were. So, yeah, we, we did. We just, we'd get frustrated with each other. We'd try to fix each other. We'd fuss at each other. And, you know, when we finally realized, hey, you know, there are things that you do well that I don't do well. And there's things that I do well that you don't do well. And if we can just concentrate on those things. Our strengths. Our strengths. And, um, you know, the other stuff we'll work on. You know, if I know that I'm doing something that really drives you nuts, I'm going to work on sure. it. But uh, we, when we just quit trying to fix each other so much and just yeah. accepted each other. I mean, we married each other. We needed to accept each other for who we were. Yeah. Um, How God had created yes. us. and. You're an introvert. I'm an extrovert. We just have so many, th- and and my job is not to try to make you more of an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Your your job is not to try to fix me in the same way. Uh, one of the books that we read early in marriage that really helped us to see this was a book called Personality Profile. Personality Plus. Um, yeah. By For Florence couples. by Florence Littower. Well, there's one called Personality okay. Plus by Florence Littower. She later went on and wrote one for couples that just you know is more specific to marriage. But to just learn about the basic personalities was just like somebody whew, turned a light bulb on, a, you know, above my head um, and really woke me up to why we were the way we were. And it, and it wasn't because we were just trying to drive each other crazy. It was that's how God really made us. Um, and now, you know, the the Enneagram is very popular, which talks about different personality traits. And so, um, yeah, those kinds of things are interesting. They're they're helpful to know. Educate yourself. About each other. Learn about one another. Yes. Their love language. And and they also tell you, you know, in those personality things, they tell you your flaws. When you start studying that, it's like, well, this personality has these flaws. And that kind of just lets you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little bit critical. I need to work on that on a consistent basis. Um, you know, so it, yeah. it helps you be able to work on yourself when you're aware of those kinds of things. We spent too much time trying to fix each other. We did. Tell us the last thing we that we we really didn't understand. Yeah, we we totally underestimated the value of sexual intimacy. We just did. I mean, and and we married so young. It was it was really high on on your list mm-hmm. of needs. It wasn't so high on my list of needs, and I think that, you know, with whatever, we just kiddos we had kid we started having babies while you know early in marriage and you know what a damper that can put on <laughs> on sexual intimacy and so we just we let a lot of things get in the way of it we really yes. did and and we um, didn't realize how much how important that yeah, was to a married couple exactly there were times in our marriage that we kind of lived together as roommates because there was no real connection a lot of times and uh, as we talk in our workshop um Biblically, when you study what, why God and how God created sex for marriage, 
it is to connect a couple and then to reconnect over and over and over a couple so that they will you know come back together and connect and reconnect and reconnect and there is power there is lots of power in sexual intimacy and we didn't realize that we liked it it was fun we had pleasure uh, it felt good it gave us kids for procreation we just didn't realize how powerful it was and how important it was to right. our relationship until a little bit later in marriage when we got to realizing, you know, this is, this is, uh, this is really important. Yeah. This makes us like each other better mm -hmm. and makes us connect more. And so that was kind of a struggle. And now we look back and go, wow, if we could have learned these three things a little earlier, uh, marriage would have been a little bit smoother at times and quite, not quite so frustrating. Yes. Very much so. So those are three things that we feel like we've done well and three things that we feel like we've really, really struggled on that we're trying and still trying to improve on. Uh, I have no doubt that as we continue to evolve as a husband and a wife, we're going to find more things that was a blessing to us and we'll probably find more things that, hey, we probably should have done that better. Mm -hmm. We probably could have spent, we probably could have told you about uh, 10 things that we didn't do very well. Uh, and, and there's probably going to be some more stuff as we go that we're going to have to learn to do better. But the best thing we can do, be a learner. Yes, keep learning. Um, you know, keep asking each other, what can I do better? Uh, but keep learning about marriage and just how you can improve yourself, um, really. Because you, you can't change your spouse. The only person you can really, truly change is yourself. And when you improve yourself... Your marriage improves, your spouse improves, everything is just better. Yeah. And let me say real quick, uh, you may go, you may be sitting there going, I would love to read a book. I'm reading, I'm listening to this podcast. I'd love to go to a retreat, but I can't get my spouse to cooperate. They're not willing to do it. Uh, best thing you can do is do it without them. Let them see that you are taking serious your marriage. You can inspire them. Tell them, read that chapter in some book and go, hey, let me tell you about what I read today. This was so good. Uh listen to that podcast and say, hey, let me tell you what they were talking about today. This was so good. And there'll come a time when your spouse will go, I need to hear that. Uh, you show interest in bettering your marriage and at some point your spouse will realize, hey, I need to do the same thing. Yes, that's absolutely true. Hey, we're honored that y'all joined us today. It has been a fun episode. Uh, it's not every day we talk about our, our faults, but uh, <laughs> today was one of those days we talked about some things yes. we didn't do well. Learn from our faults. There Learn you go. There you go. Thank yes. y'all for listening. Uh, if you subscribe to our podcast via iTunes or Google or someplace that you could leave us a review or a five-star rating, that would bless our podcast because it'll help people to find it more. You would help... It doesn't matter to us. We get nothing out of it. But what would happen is you would help push the healthy marriage message that we're trying to get across. And if you are pro-marriage and pro-healthy marriage, when you help share good marriage material, give high ratings, give good reviews, share stuff on social media, you're basically just helping promote good, healthy marriages the way it's supposed to be. So thank you for doing that. Y'all have a blessed week. We will yes. see you in two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. We'll see y'all later. Good night. Bye, guys.